Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Soothing Semantics. I'm your host, Rafi Pinsky. Make sure to subscribe, smash the like button, leave your comments. And for all of your real estate needs, make sure to follow Rafi the Realtor on Instagram. That's Rafi underscore the underscore Realtor. And make sure to check out my weekly newsletter with a link in bio. If you have my contact info, if you're a friend of mine, you can always reach out to me and say, hey, man, here's my email. I'd love to get the listed property, sold properties, real estate news, real estate statistics, things to do in South Florida. It's a wonderful email. I personally created it and built the templates myself. So I would love to have you on board. Without further ado, we have my cousin, first cousin, on the on the Gentile side. <laughs> right. And uh, yes, so we're going to get into this because it's interesting. I haven't known him for most of my life. And he was actually, he lived very close to me growing up. I grew up in in uh, the, Kensin the Kensington Flatbush area of Brooklyn. He grew up in Sunset Park. And uh, little did we know, man, I had, a, I had a family member very, very close to me. So he Yo, just want to know, because now my AirPods died. Is my audio going to be a problem? No, I hear you just fine. You hear me just fine? Not echoing or anything? No, sounds fine. Okay, sounds dope. I was like, I, yo, we took so long setting up, my AirPods died. So now I got to use Oh, no, we're, <laughs> we're good, man. <laughs> we're good. Okay, so, so Ryan Glessing is my cousin. He found me from a DNA website called MyHeritage. So I just decided to take the test got my results back. And then uh, very soon after that, I he reached out to me on Facebook and said, Hey, man, looks like you're my cousin. And I was like, Oh, shit, that's cool. Because I haven't met anyone from the other side of my family, all these years. So I think I was around maybe 25 or so or 26. And he reached out to me, we started talking, came to New York to visit this was it was I was already living in Florida. And I came, met you met a couple of other cousins. And then I had dinner by your family really hit it off with you guys just got really mm -hmm. close over that little weekend we i came back to new york a few months later then we really got close had a really good time so uh that's it we're stuck with each other so brian thanks for coming man much appreciated. absolutely man absolutely thank you for having me <laughs> absolutely did absolutely so we're gonna get into a little bit of the uh dna tests how they work how you can find long lost family and uh you know just kind of getting into our our story so yeah. Uh, tell tell the the peoples. Oh, first of all, just to give you a little thing, he works in finance in New York. He's got a uh, a Cane Corso, which is a big big dog. About one hundred forty pound dog. dog. Yeah. Yeah. A big boy. <laughs> big boy. So he uh that that's his that's his pal, and um, kind of kind of going straight into the DNA thing. How yeah. did you? How did you find me, dude? How did that, dude? So uh, it goes back to 2019, actually. So um, I seen, I think Ancestry did like a 40% off coupon, right? So it was 60 bucks. And um, I, I ordered it. I spin a tube and I sent it off. And um, then like three or four weeks later, I get a call from our other cousin, Chris, right? And um, he was like, yo, did you do Ancestry? I was like, yeah, I, I just did it. I was like expecting my results back. He goes, you popped up as a cousin log in right and i'm in i'm in my car actually on on break from work so it was like perfect timing and we're like yo this is so crazy wow yeah pop up first cousin and then we were like wait who is this first cousin marrying right and um so whatever we're stoked about you know doing ancestry and then we bring up to our our parents on both sides we were like oh hey anybody know marion marion athy or whatever and um they were like no 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 we're trying to figure out who it was i mean we call her. It turns out that she was, uh, 
I mean, look, it turns out she was my grandpa's, uh, like, illegitimate child. She was born, I think, in 1955, which is the same year that my grandparents got married. Uh, he probably had, like, a one-night stand with this girl. And, um, and yeah, look, she was the product of that. Her family did, you know, put her up for uh, adoption. She was with a foster family. And uh, she said that she was she was been, been looking for her family since she was, like, 17 years old. And now she's a 60-year-old woman, right? So to finally figure out who you were related to after 43 years of looking was like, she was like, Oh my God, I'm so thankful. She comes over for Thanksgiving. And you know, my family was, was like pretty accepting of her. Uh, and then she was actually saying like, when we first met her, she's like, who's Rafi by the way. And um, we were like, fuck is Rafi. We don't know any <laughs> Rafi's right. It's probably on your other side of the family or some shit. Right. So uh, I'm doing sketchy things, just uploading my DNA to every website. In 2019, I'm like, I got to upload my ancestry to 23andMe, my heritage, uh, my true heritage, like uh, my true ancestry or whatever the hell these weird websites are on the internet. I'm uploaded all of them. And um, so on my heritage, now I see Rafi. I'm like, oh, Rafi Pinsky. I was like, I don't know. Like, it's, it says he's my first cousin. In fact, I think I, sh I share... I'm not sure how, I forget how much it was, but it was a decent amount. I mean, we're first cousin. And um, so obviously I messaged you on Facebook. It was pretty easy to find you. And uh, so I messaged you. The beard was a give. I was like, it's gotta be this guy, right? Let's go, <laughs> let's go. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I messaged you from there. We tried to figure it out. Obviously you're from uh, Brooklyn in an area that uh, my uncle used to uh, be a cop in. And yeah, I mean, from there, I mean, hey, now you're family. <laughs> right yeah 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 it's and then it's it's pretty funny how that worked out man yeah so we spoke we we had some nice back and forth and then we finally met up and and the rest is history so yeah. you know what do you think about these dna tests because i you you got really into them right so oh, yeah what can you kind of tell people that are thinking about doing them but either are skeptical about them or just haven't gotten around to them maybe they have adoptive parents or they just haven't really you know, what, what do you, what do you, what can you tell somebody who's, who's new to it and hasn't done it? So I feel like the, like everybody who does ancestry, they're kind of expecting this crazy story. And I think we kind of, I kind of did have a crazy story, like to find an aunt, actually not, a, not even that. Uh, I don't know if you even wanted to tell it, but then you have a, like a, another sister, right. Too like, so like, mm -hmm. um, like, so then, I have now three extra cousins and an aunt, right, from Ancestry. Now, on the flip side, my girlfriend did it, and there's no surprises. You know, nobody's, uh, like, there's there's no, there's no, no, there's no, no surprises. She came back 99% Sicilian. There's no extra cousins. Everybody is who they say they are, and uh, that's that. But, you know, you could, on, you know, you could uncan some worms, you know, by accident, though, you know, to, you know, to be honest. You, you're like, you ever wonder why your cousin doesn't really look like your uncle? And you go, ah, I don't know. Was it the mailman's kid? That joke is sometimes true, you know? <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. And then they and then they, they meet up with you when you're not expecting them. Like, hey, bro, we can't really let that info sneak down. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's supposed to know about this. And, you know, and you just you just take a little bit of a bribe, you know, $100,000. No, no big deal. You're like, hey, man. I scratch your back, you scratch mine, you know? Exactly, right? Um, so this is why Ryan has been doing this, to to pretty much, you know, give his family members an ultimatum. 
Yeah, exactly. If there's any fishy business, he's gotten very wealthy from it. Actually, <laughs> it's his primary source of income. The finances is exactly nowhere near exactly the finances is the cover up. Right? <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's super cool, dude. It's a super cool thing. I think it's cool yeah. too. I mean, look, especially for like Americans, like um, if you've been here for a long time, people were lying about who they were back then. They were trying to hide who their family were. Um, you know, they were changing names when they were coming here, you know, just because maybe like Polish people were looked at, you know, odd. I mean, Italian people were looked on odd, you know. Um, I mean, honestly, it, it seems like anybody who wasn't English was kind of looked at odd, you know, when they first came. So people changed their names, lied about who they were all the time. Um, either they were running from, from something or just wanted to fit in. So, I mean, look, you're going to find out who you are and where you come from. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it definitely is. And so, oh, Funny thing, the other yesterday, you sent me this uh, very uh, uh, prestigious looking dude with a, with a handlebar mustache. Oh yeah. How do you? Uh, okay, so so you send me. He sends me this picture yesterday of this uh, railroad. He was an accountant for a railroad in Canada. Right, right. So he's got a super cool looking dude, Giuseppe uh, Scalisi. So how so how do yep. you how do we trace that back? That is Grandma Fran. You met her. She lived across the street. Her father's father. So that's our great great grandpa. And that picture was from 1881. So 143 or 143 years ago. <laughs> Bro, people loved it, man. I posted it on my Instagram story, and people were like, they thought it was so fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yo, honestly, you get that response. Like, people love seeing old pictures, and you know, like. I love seeing old pictures of people who aren't related to me, let alone to then see like literally your fucking great, great grandparent. Right. That's kind of dope. There's something so cool about those older black and white pictures, even if they're not black and white, but just people yeah. dressed so cool back then they had this eloquence <laughs> to them. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's some, don't get me wrong, man, with all the technology, there's some cool pictures. Like I have cool pictures mm -hmm. growing up, but there's something about, that little hat that they wear, you know, that kind of the uh, Peaky Blinders kind of hat. Yeah, like yeah. Thing in the front. <laughs> you have, you know, a guy with a pipe or a cigar, and he has a really cool tuxedo or a long trench coat, and it's. They were like, "This outsider. is gonna be the one picture of my life. It's gonna be fucking the best picture I ever took." <laughs> right, right. There's just that old Ford in the background, and it's raining yeah. out, and he's got an umbrella, but he's not even using it to keep him dry. He's just using it because he's he's modeling. Yo, that's yeah. actually you say the old Ford. Um, grip. I have a picture of um, Grandpa Buddy. You know, uh, his he. It's literally a pic. Grandma just sent it to me. It's a picture of him in front of his Ford. He's wearing like a suit, and he's standing in front of. The, I gotta send it to you, actually. Dude, I love this. <laughs> and uh, that's the thing, Grandma too, and then uh, she loves pictures. And obviously, I mean, I think that came from something. Her grandfather people was taking pictures in the 18 late 1800s you know like when pictures i guess weren't even widely available mm -hmm. so and if you see grandma's house she it's book on book and book of just pictures 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 wow yeah i mean it, I, i've never been such a picture person i love i love when other people take pictures i've just never been yeah, a person that takes a lot of them but yeah. then i'm always like oh shit i should have taken pictures but it's 100 percent a hundred percent. Those are like the people that like recorded history almost. That's how I feel. Like my girlfriend, mm -hmm. she definitely is one of those people that were writing on rocks the date. She was drawing fucking like antelopes and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, because she has a picture and a date for everything. She goes, I know she knows what, what she wore on her 19th birthday. 
She knows what she wore on her 23rd birthday. She knows what she wore on Easter of 2021. And um, she can date everything. She's like, you don't remember? She's just a whiz up here, too, with that. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I I love people that take pictures, um, know people. Because I'm, I'm bad with that, honestly. I'm never the person to whip out a phone and take a picture. I'm not the kind of person who honestly remembers birthdays very well, either. <laughs> I don't know how you are with that, but I'm, I'm not terrible. the best with that. I'm, I'm not the best with that. I, thank, it, I thank God for Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. But if, yo, this is like 95% of people. Let's not act. Yeah. Like but you know us. what? It even makes it feel fake too, though. Like if people are wishing me my birthday, I'm like, I don't think you knew because everybody texts me at the same time. No, of course not, dude. Unless you know, but really it's supposed to be the you. thought, but I feel like it almost even ruined, you know, like the thought. I mean, it's all speculation. You don't really know who knows and who does. I mean, you kind of exactly. do. Like, you know your girlfriend, your parents, your, your very close family, yeah. some of your very close friends you grew up with. Otherwise, yeah. no one knows. Exactly. You I know? don't like that's the thing. I don't I wouldn't fault somebody if they didn't text me on my birthday. I don't, I don't care. I literally, it doesn't really matter to me. I still think it's nice that the person doesn't know your birthday, but they still took the second to send that message. It's still exactly. nice. That's one, that's there's a lot of people who didn't. A, that's another way to look at it. Yeah, there's a lot of people who didn't give even enough of a shit to to write the happy birthday message in the first place. So I don't know. That's true. That's true, actually. Yeah. So I think it says, it says something to some degree. I'm also a uh, big fan of the Irish goodbyes. So maybe that says uh something too, right? Like uh... <laughs> <laughs> I like I like an Irish coffee, but I haven't had enough of those. Oh, an Irish coffee. Like a, or Irish car bomb. I don't know what you said. <laughs> an Irish I was saying Irish coffee, but what's an Irish oh. car bomb? Oh, honestly, I think that that's Guinness with like a shot of whiskey or something. I don't know. I'm really not too sure. Oh, I thought that was just like a kind of Jägermeister sort of thing. Maybe it is. Honestly, I don't really know. I Jägerbomb, a Jägerbomb. Yeah, yeah, maybe okay. it might be Jägerbomb. Oh no, that's Jägermeister. That's Jäger and uh. Oh no, you're right. Maybe I'm I'm fucking wrong. Maybe they just call it multiple things. I don't even know. I don't know, man. Okay. Cut that so... out. We're, we look stupid. Now I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Filipino, oh, man. cut it. No, I'm joking. I'm, I'm still, joking. yeah, I'm not hungover, but I had a wedding. I had my really, really close friend's wedding. Uh, right. Yes, last night. So, but I didn't I'm actually feeling pretty good, all things considered. I think I just had had enough water before I went to sleep. So that was wow. good. That's yeah. what you got to do when you're almost 30? Or you're 30 now? About 30? to be, bro. Next week. About to be. Uh... <laughs> Dirty, 30. He's like, gotta make sure I get my water. <laughs> gotta get my water. My, I have to take my meds for my rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> oh, the, when it gets cold outside, my bones hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know, actually, what happened is um, two months. I just turned 25, right? I pinched a nerve in my back. I, I swear to God, from a weighted blanket. Dude, the dumbest shit in the world. I... I got a 30 pound weighted blanket. It's actually really comfortable, but I, I it was for Christmas. I was like, let me finally bust out this weighted blanket. I slept with it. I put it on. I was like, oh, this is actually great. I couldn't get out of bed. I, I literally had to roll out of bed like this and then had oh to like gosh. walk up my stairs like Bloody Mary. And uh, then I, I, I finally, dude, I had the worst morning. And then I, I get in, I couldn't even let Leo out of his cage. I was like, I'm too fucked up. I get in the shower and I don't even take hot showers. I take like very lukewarm showers. So mm -hmm. um, I get in there and it's not doing anything. So I just keep pumping the heat up and then I I push literally no no cold water. It's just straight up hot, the hottest water possible, steaming everywhere. And it's the only thing that's making my back feel good. But then obviously I'm in there for 20 minutes. I get out and now I'm so overheated from the hot water that I'm about to pass out. I lay on the floor and now I'm restuck like I was getting out of bed. <laughs> oh, God. Bro, I, I, I pinched a nerve in my back. I don't even know. I don't want to say it's from the weighted blanket. 
I want to say like I was hit by a car or something, but unfortunately it was a weighted blanket that put me out for out so bad. now the weighted blanket, but that's the funny thing. I don't know if the weighted blanket will be a problem every time. It could be you just something you just slept a certain way. Something happened. Yeah, it was weird. I'm feeling a lot better today, but I was like, man, because as soon as I turned 25, everybody was like, oh, it's all downhill. It's all downhill. I was like, nah, I'm just hitting my prime. And uh, no, they were right. I'm already out. For the <laughs> Your body was like, that's it. You're old. Exactly. No, nah, but, nah, but dude, don't I? I People say that jokingly. They don't realize. I know. Yeah, yeah. People say this shit jokingly, but they don't realize how much it actually affects you. Because people, people are like, oh, it's just a joke. Like, it's all downhill from here. I know. Start to internalize that stuff. I'm not going to go down this whole rabbit hole. No, it's so. No, no. That's so true. Like, you don't even but think I about fully... it. Uh, I forget. Like, Warren Buffett made mo most of his money in, after 55 or some shit. Like, or after. It, maybe it's even later than that. After yeah, 60. Man. Most it's like, man. Their money. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, people think, you know, you got to be a millionaire by the time you're 30 or whatever. You know, I don't I don't want to get into that kind of stupid shit. But, you know, you do. You got to say, like, yo, just because what your life is what it is at 30 doesn't mean that's it. You know, that's all it is, really. I mean, most people will will, will stay paycheck to paycheck until they're dead. So, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, bar, yeah. the bar is pretty low. The bar is pretty that's low. true. <laughs> that's true. You know, um, OK, so back to DNA. Yeah. First off give people a little bit of an idea of how it actually works in terms of how did these companies, how did they create this system where they really just makes me sound like a novice with DNA. And I really am because I did not give a shit in college when they discussed everything. How I mean, look, I'm no, I'm no fucking bio major either, honestly. Right. But, uh, right. Do you have an idea how they kind of do this? How they, how, Honestly, look, there's something on there. It's called like centograms or some shit. And uh, they're able to tell how much DNA you share with a certain person, right? And depending mm -hmm. on that number, like you share, well, let me go on Ancestry. Oh, no, it's actually, yo, you know what's, they know that you're doing stuff like this and then they want to screw you so bad because then I go on my matches, right? And it tells mm -hmm. me this page failed to load. And I probably have to go on my computer or something and then do all this extra shit to see it. But um, I think you share like 3,500 CMs with your parents. I think you would share like um, 1,800 with like a sibling, anywhere from like 18 to 2,500 with a sibling. Uh, same thing with like a full aunt or a full aunt or uncle would be like around the same, like 1,500 or something. And um, that's where like Marion was like around like 900. She was so. What's so a cousin? A how much? How much was uh, was? I think you were at like 800, like right below Marion, maybe like 800. It was like right around the same thing as Chris. Um, okay. And. Um, or maybe like slightly less. Maybe I think it was like 600. You were like the same like Alexandria, honestly. I think it was like 600, 700 CMs. Uh, but it's still like in a range of first cousins because you get a random 50% of DNA from your parents, right? So um, you're not going to be – you are you may not even share like 50% fully DNA with like your sibling because um, you get a random 50% from each parent. So imagine you get – 25%, I mean, just for stupid sakes, Irish from one parent and, or you got 50% Irish from, from one parent and 50% Italian from another, right there. Let's say 50%. My math is wrong here. Anyways, you get a random 50% of, of DNA from each of your parents, right? So the math is kind of off. And then the same exact thing happens to your cousins. Your cousins will get a random 50% from their parents who already have the only two who are related are, let's say, your uncle and your and your your uncle and your dad, right? So you they both have a random fifty percent from their parents, so they could be like forty percent DNA related, 
and then they're going to get a random 50% again from their, from their mothers. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can wind up sharing like 20% DNA with like your first cousin, you know, before, you know, by the time you get to the, uh, the egg and the fucking sperm. Right. Um, so yeah, so like we're right around in the range. Now it, it could range a little bit longer. Like you could have like a closer, especially like once you start getting the twins and inbreeding and shit like that. But we got none of that here. Um, it's actually kind of cool. The DNA kind of follows like the immigration into New York, which is kind of wild. So like the lowest amount is English and like English and Irish, right? Those are like the lowest amount because those were like the first people to really come to, you know, like the United States. Um, then after that, you have like uh, the the French and the Italians after, right? After, mm -hmm. so it's like it kind of comes in like in order. And I'm, we're obviously, well, me at least, mostly Italian, right? Then like a little bit of then a, like second most is like French and Norwegian, and then Irish and English. You know, so it's mm -hmm. like it's pretty cool. Like it kind of gets smaller as like immigration comes to New York, which you know was pretty cool to see. And honestly, it makes sense. Like that's another thing too is that like. I can't say that it's not true. Like through immigration records, I am Southern Italian. Like my, I have mm -hmm. mil the Militanos, the Scalises, uh, the French, um, our line is, uh, Bacchus. We have, a, I have a, it's my great grandma from my dad's father's side. Like my, my dad's paternal side. Uh, her name is Josephine Bacchus. I mean, same thing. My father, I mean, your family too. Um, you blew your back out. You company. blew your back out pretty bad the other day. That's for sure. I did. I threw my back out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Uh, and then uh, Scottish and Irish. Uh, we have the hickeys in our family. Uh, my dad's side is a hickey. On the other side, too, my mom. She has a uh, Don Donahue. Her her mother is mostly Norwegian, but has a little bit of Irish. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a last name Donahue in there, and then um, the English and Northwestern Europe. That comes from the. I mean, actually, we've been able to—I've been able to trace the the last name Blessing back to uh, a man named John Blessing, who was born in the 1700s. He mm -hmm. immigrated his family to, from Württemberg, Germany, to London, England, and mm -hmm. um, he had—he had a son named John, who had a son named John, who had a son named John. Right? No, yeah. There was mm -hmm. three Johns in a row, and then there was three Harrys in a row, and then there was my dad, and me, and then obviously for you, it was there was. Three Johns in a row, three Harrys in a row, uh, allegedly Stephen, and then you, right? <laughs> so uh, that that's pretty cool. Like I, I and honestly, looking at historical records too, um, I like the name John. I like the name Harold. Me and Marissa have actually spoke about maybe naming one of our kids, uh, you know, Harry or something, and um, you know, just like in honor of you know family and doing research and records and stuff like that. So super interesting. Yeah, you know, if you're going to do all this research, you might as well just honor the fucking people, right? <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. It's so cool, man. Yeah. Okay. So so are there any other things you wanted to mention to bring up in terms of... Yeah, I mean, yo, and, and I, I would actually love to show it to you too. Um, so I actually was able to find... Um, so this John Blessing, right? Mm -hmm. um, it was pretty cool. You can find there was an article written about... Um, it's called gut string makers right so gut strings just want to make sure i'm i'm being totally accurate with what it is i believe it's like violin strings so like they used to make um it's the core that is prepared from unfortunately maybe this won't be pc uh it's found in animal intestines right um i just want to make sure 
yeah, they use this for musical instruments, right? So they're going to be making uh, harps, violins, and things like that, acoustic guitars. And uh, this is apparently, and I'll send you this, this is one of, I think, seven families who are like worldly known for this kind of stuff. Not sure if you were musically talented or not. I'm not. Uh, but yeah, I want to read you this. And I could, and I want to, I want to send it to you too. This way, you know, you have this for your own record. So it says the Glessing family. It says it has proved difficult to untangle the lineage of the Glessing family who were active as string makers in London in the 18th century. Apparently five women had children with fathers named John Glessing. And it's not clear whether or not these are subsequent marriages of the same man or different individuals. However, in outline, my present findings suggest that there were three John Glessings who were string makers. John the first being known as John Balthazar, who came over to London from Heilbrunn in Württemberg, Germany, in around 1789. He's the son of Sabinus and Francis Glessing, which is pretty cool because that's grandma's name. She's her name is Francis Glessing. And this is you know, 200 years later, which is kind of cool. Um, and my grandpa with that last name married her. So um so he was the reformed Protestant Lutheran uh, religion. He worked from the premises in Bell Lane in Spitalfields and married an Englishwoman and fathered nine children. Having acquired the leasehold from some land, he built three houses numbered 17, I'm sorry, 16, 17, and 18 Bell Lane, along with a factory and outbuildings behind them, uh, one of which was numbered 15 Tilly Street. It says the cost for this was a thousand euros, and the and Glessing estimated in 1829 that the value had risen to 1,200 euros. Actually, I'd love to see how much that is in real life, like today, right? Like after 1,200 euros in fucking 18, in the fucking 17, 1780 fucking nine. Well, you can honestly probably Google that. Yeah, I know. That's pretty, th I honestly yeah. never even thought to do that. Um, uh, so apparently the reason why he had to do this was because he didn't realize he couldn't legally own property in mm -hmm. uh, London unless he was a citizen. And he came from Germany. So I don't know. I guess they were making a big deal about Germans at that time. <laughs> uh, but uh, it seems that John had two wives over the course of his life in London. Uh, John and Caroline, uh, who had two daughters, Sophia Caroline and Mary Caroline, who baptized at Christ Church. Now, which is really cool because Sophia Caroline is actually buried in Greenwood Cemetery, which is literally in my backyard. And um she married a guy, I think his name was something Burton, who actually was a um, a Broadway actor or something, something like mm -hmm. that. She has a, a crazy monument in, in Greenwood. I go and see it actually pretty often. Um, so, uh, yeah, this there's a, there's a lot about it, honestly. Um, it, it actually, his will is viewable online, which is kind of cool. Like, to Why wasn't I even involved? Why wasn't I signed to this will? I know, right? That's what I'm starting to fucking think. I'm, I'm starting to I'm think about to understand really this. The what, they should have. They should have made sure this will was good for like 20 generations. This way, I mean, <laughs> a thousand I euros. Would... We will fuck blew it then, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bastards, right? We'd be yeah. sitting here in Monaco in our Ferraris. I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I know, right? Just needed some investing advice. They just needed right. some, uh, some uh, Gary V. If only they had right. Gary V back in. Right. Dude, dude, you gotta make sure the twenty generations are taken care of, man. You just gotta like, you know, you just you just gotta like, you know, grab your blueberries and just make sure that that you know you're taking care of your family and stuff. Violin strings. He's he's great. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. 
That's what's crazy, man. Is then yeah. that's always how generations are. Is like I'm you have a couple laughing so hard and crying. <laughs> Gary, yeah, you have a, Gary you have a couple... comedy makes me cry laughing. You know who does Nima a great Nas, Gary dude, You got to check out Nima Nas, the Canadian guy, that like heavy set Persian dude. If you know, they're they're originally. Oh, I think running. I've seen him, dude, because every single time I see a Gary V impression, impression, I die laughing. The oh best. no, he does the best Gary V impression, hands down. Look. End of story. <laughs> I got to see like, this. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Nima Nas is is next level. He's the funniest <laughs> dude. So. Um, yeah, it's funny how that works with, with families where you'll have a poor family, one, one person, whether it's a guy or girl makes it in the family. They're like the first one for several generations to make any kind of money. They pass their money down a couple of generations, you know, could be the, the, the kids completely ruin it, or it could be the grandkids or the great grandkids, but somebody eventually screws up that fortune and then they start right back at square one again. And it's just a cycle. Like. You're, like I wonder how much just fifteen Tilly Street costs today, right? Like I gotta, I gotta be able to find that and see like the actual cost. And think about it; it was probably like a big ass plot of land in London. Like think about how much that would be mm-hmm. today. The guy just owns like where the fucking clock was, and we didn't even know Bro, it. Bro, you never know. There could be some like money that's just been passed. No, I mean, listen, yeah, it hasn't by gotten this time, to me. No, no, everybody's already fucking claimed that shit. I know, right? Yeah, there's no way. I think no. England was literally bombed to fucking smithereens in this time between. Yeah, they're not about to share it with their un unborn, <laughs> you know, great great great. Like they took my document. I'm like, but look, this, and they ripped my document up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a an episode of Rick and Morty where they they go down the road. They're like, yeah, he's got a decent beard, but fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just let him let him let him you know get by by the um, by the skin of his teeth some other way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we covered some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to cover in the DNA space? Uh, what do you feel like you covered? Uh, I think I covered a lot. I'm forgetting what else um, I was thinking. Anything else that kind of popped up that was pretty cool? Oh, well, first off, you got to definitely do Ancestry soon. Um, I do. I do. Because- I got to do it. Because this way you could pop up as a match. Also, they have this really cool thing where, um, and I think I share it with Chris. Uh, so you can see, like, I don't know how true it is or whatever, but there's, like, certain traits. Like, um, for instance, let's see this. This tells me that I I want to find the beard. Yeah, facial hair fullness. So it says, Ryan, your DNA suggests you have or could down could pass down genes for fuller facial hair. So it's like, that's pretty cool that they're able to tell from your DNA if you're going to have a big beard. For Chris, I actually think it says he's not going to have uh, uh, face, facial hair. Let me see if he shared it with me. I don't remember how to find it exactly. That is so cool. Yeah, but like, you know, that I feel like that's pretty dope. Um, it tells me something. Uh, it tells me that I did not develop all four of my wisdom teeth, but I did. In fact, I want to brag a little bit. I had all of all four of my wisdom teeth. Did you have your wisdom teeth removed? Yep, I had them removed. Really? I had all four of them grew in. I was 16 years old. Not even 16. I think it was the year I was turning 16. All four of them. I went to the dentist and my mom and my brother, they were like, yeah, if you feel like you don't have any more room in your mouth, that's why you're going to have to get them removed. And I was nervous because everybody is at that age, right? You're like 16. All your friends are getting them removed. And um, went to the dentist. And they were like, "Well, yeah, no, honestly, you haven't have never really seen this, but you're 16, you have all your wisdom teeth in, and they're they're fine." I was like, "Whoa!" But uh, my parents had both both of them had to get their wisdom teeth taken out. I'm not sure what I did differently. I had like a I don't know, but I mean, or something. 
But they're not, yeah, I mean, they're not really more. such, they're not really such needed teeth. Do they really do anything? No, but like, I mean, the fact that I didn't have to have my face look like this, I mean, it just looks like that permanently, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, every kid came to high school, their cheeks like this, they're like, uh, their yeah, breath stopped. I had them all. I don't think I needed all of them removed. I definitely needed two of them. One of them was really impacted. One Your was dentist was just like, give me that insurance money, baby. No, well, actually, no, I did it in the army. So, oh. Uh, I mean, the medic was I just have, trying to get some extra fucking reps in. <laughs> I didn't have to pay anything for it. Hey. Um, but I, my dentist, before I drafted, told me I should probably do it. <laughs> and I just didn't do it. And I wasn't, I, I think I started to get some pain for it. But I remember just, I remember him telling me that I should do it. And I was like, if I wait to do it after the army, it's going to cost me a lot of money. Yeah. Why don't I just do it for free? And they did an x-ray. And sure enough, they're like, yeah, you should, you got to take these out. And uh -huh. so I was like, I'm not going to take out two from one side and leave the other two. Might as well just yeah. keep it even and remove all of them. And so that's what they did. Those things are massive, too. I remember when they put them in this little bag. They're just it's, it's, it feels no, like you get them as souvenirs, huh? That's crazy. I, bro, <laughs> I, lo I think I lost all of them. I don't know what I did with them, but Damn. they were cool, bro. When they took them out of my mouth, I was like, yo, those are huge. Damn. So so a necklace that. or something. I know, right? That actually would be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be a pretty cool necklace, yeah. Especially if you like coated it in, in gold or something, would be pretty cool. Yeah, you know what? And then don't pass anything down to your children, just except for your teeth necklace, right? That would that would be like the ultimate goal. They were like, honestly, dude, that would be so cool. I wish <laughs> I thought of that. Your teeth necklace. That would be really cool. I would. That would be really. Well, cool. I still got mine, so if I ever want to do it, I still could. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, <laughs> Mister Mister Sir, I. Thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Always awesome talking to you. It's a great time, Ladies man. Hey, bro, pleasure having you. Absolutely. Ladies and gents, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for making it this far. Yo, I want to plug my socials real quick, even though like I'm oh, not yeah, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Plug them in. My TikTok is Ryan's Not Real 9. I have a couple of funny videos. And uh, I have a Twitch where I just stream Madden, honestly, if you guys are down. Uh, it's oh. Less 9. G-L-E-S-S-9. And you're doing a show, man. You're doing your own podcast to tell people about Uh this. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm also going to – I haven't really figured out the social media name. We only did one episode. I streamed it on my Twitch. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing like a weekly kind of like sports betting, uh, sports analysis uh, podcast. Mostly football and MMA. I'm not really too much of a fan of other sports. I could get into basketball watching it. But um, mostly I deal with uh, football uh, and MMA. Even though I don't do yeah. MMA, I just watch it. I could not beat the fuck out of nearly anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yes, follow him on all of those platforms. Make sure, again, Rafi the Realtor, weekly email. Of course, YouTube, which you're clearly watching right now. And as always, subscribe, like, comment, share with the peoples. And I look forward to seeing you or having you on next week's episode. See you next time. Peace.